What is up, people? It is your girl, Maesia. Welcome back. Welcome back to another season here at the Me On My Podcast. Y'all, I officially finished 15 episodes. We are officially on season two. And y'all, what I have in store for y'all this season, I'm super excited about, like, I've been taking so much time to, like, really think of what I want my season two to be about because I'm really trying to, like, revamp. I think season one was, like, a trial and error on what I wanted how I wanted my podcast to go and I'm just excited I just been like pondering I'm sorry I've been like haven't been consistent with the episodes um I told y'all last week or the week before that that I had so much going on with my wisdom tooth and vacation and stuff so I didn't get a chance to record episode 15 until two weeks later and then I uploaded that and then I said I was gonna upload an episode last week but I had got busy and I was really trying to take time to like think what do I want my episode what do I want season two to be about because I want a purpose behind it I feel like season one was more so me just kind of going with the flow right so season two I'm like I have to think of something that will really like you know give these people what they want to hear because I feel like I don't know I just want a purpose behind it okay so I have decided that season two is going to be the theme of season two is going to be stories and each week I'm gonna come with I'm gonna come here with a story right and the stories are kind of gonna be in like a chronological order of a timeline of my life because I've been trying to give y'all my life without really like getting into in depth I would say or um not really in debt but I think more so just like not being boring with it like just straight up giving it to y'all I think it'll be more interesting and just more intriguing if I put it in the form of a story and um I decided to come up with 15 stories because of course season two is going to be 15 might be more but as of right now I've said that it's 15 episodes and each episode is going to be in chronological order of a story that has occurred throughout my life that has like impacted me some type of way that has changed me has altered me um and just made me the person I am today the first story that I have on my list is called Light in the Dark. So that's that's why this episode is called Light in the Dark. This story, I believe I was around, I want to say seven or eight. I think I was in second grade. So yeah, I think you were around like eight in second grade. So yeah, I was around eight in second grade. I'll get into the story in a minute. But I just want to say thank y'all to all the people who like listen to my podcast. Honestly, I really sat and I evaluated like my listeners and where my listeners are coming from I can't see each person specifically but I have a gist of like where my listeners has come and apparently I have like listeners in Belgium I don't even know how y'all found my podcast but thank you for my Belgium fans for listening if you are listening please leave a review and just just let me know how you guys liked season one because I've been pressing y'all to leave reviews for the last 15 episodes and no one has done so so please Y'all got a chance to listen to 15 episodes if you stayed and listened to 15 episodes. And I really just want y'all to go leave a review. Let me know how y'all felt about season one. And I hope that season two can be up to your expectations, honestly. Um, I'm excited. I really am. I sat and I've been planning out each episode um, just so it'd be a little bit easier on me for the days that I'm busy, the weekends I'm busy, but I could still, you know, try to bust out these episodes for y'all and give y'all the content. I'm definitely excited. I'll say that y'all a lot has been transpired in my life lately but I just been feeling this sense of happiness right and it's so weird because I don't know if y'all heard that but my throat just made this weird noise 
um i just been feeling like this sense of happiness for some reason it's probably because my boyfriend maybe my sister um just i don't know i've been tired too it's weird though it's like i, I feel like this sense of happiness and i've been really like manifesting what i want for my future like really trying to go after the things that i want like set goals and really achieve the goals that i want for myself and i just been i don't know if something's just been like clicking in my head for me as far as like happiness because for a while i wasn't really feeling myself i was saying i'm just being as transparent as possible um it was just a lot that was going on in my life right there's always gonna be a lot but i was just at this point in this like stop this like roadblock um, and I think I'm finally like starting to get over it a little bit. I'm starting to like see things clear now and like really see the vision that I have, like, you know, that I feel like that God has me for plan for me for my future. I'm starting to see a little bit clearer now. But anyways, y'all, it is it is what Wednesday. I had a long day. I was at this intelligence summit all day, y'all. And it was exhausting. I can't give details about it because everything was um, classified. But it was it was a lot like y'all ever been y'all ever sat in a room right and like you new to something it's like it's like if you like sign up for something that like your friends told you to sign up for because they've been going to it for a long time but you've never been there before and everybody in the room is like getting it but not you because you've never been there before and you're just sitting there looking around like what the fuck is going on yeah that's how it was for me today like I'm new to intelligence. I just came out straight out of Bullock. Bullock teaches you nothing about intelligence. And I'm just being honest. It teaches you MDMP, IPB, and that's the fuck it. Everything else, they're like, oh, yeah, your units will teach you. So I'm currently going through this hump where I don't know much of anything because Bullock teaches you doctrine. It doesn't teach you, like, real-life intelligence stuff. That makes sense. Um, so I was sitting in a room and I just felt so out of place. Like, there were so many acronyms. Like, one thing about the Army, they love acronyms. There was, like, thousands and thousands of fucking acronyms that, like, they were saying and, like, stuff they were saying. I was just sitting there, like, I don't know what y'all talking about. And what's weird is I know that I'll understand it in, like, a few months, right? In, like, a year, probably. I'll go back and be like, oh, now I know what that meant. Or now I know what they were saying. But I don't know. I was just sitting in the room the whole time just like, bro, I don't know what the fuck these people saying. I don't understand. I'm just going to write down some notes on things I do understand and pray that in like a month, six months, five months, eight months, I don't know. I hope soon that I know what the fuck going on because I was just sitting there like, yeah, this this shit. I was tired. I was like halfway falling asleep every five seconds. I was like chewing gum to try to keep myself up. But then like sometimes I would like fall asleep with the gum about to fall out my mouth. It was just mad shit going on. I was just in there like, oh my God. And then... I only had like 10 minutes to try to eat and I ate some noodles but I'm so like I don't know I just been like 10 times hungrier than I usually am and I just feel like my body's not getting enough food so I I couldn't go and get like more food so all I had was like noodles and I was just starving but I came home and I was like craving tacos y'all like like a taco salad so I made me a taco salad with some Doritos and some ground beef and some salsa and y'all that shit was that shit was slapping okay it really fulfilled what it needed to fulfill my stomach but guess what i'm on here again so when i get finished this podcast i'm gonna eat one more time before i lay my ass down it's late i'm trying to put myself on like a schedule where i don't eat past a certain time because i'm really trying to lose a few pounds but i am hungry and i'm not gonna go to bed hungry so yeah anyways i hope everybody is i don't know, just having a great summer because it doesn't even feel like a summer honestly because I work every day but 
I hope everybody's enjoying their summer, honestly. It's been super hot here in Georgia, like, muggy hot. Like, I walked outside, and my glasses fogged up because I was in, like, this building where it was super cold. I walked outside, y'all. My gloss, my glasses literally fogged up. It was so hot because the humidity, like, the, the weather changed from being inside to going outside. I was sitting out there like, what the fuck? But, yeah. So, I hope everybody's enjoying their summer, honestly. I've got to do a lot of fun things. I get to go to Alaska this week. And visit my husband, well, my boyfriend, but my soon-to-be husband. And I'm excited. His birthday is Friday, y'all. So make sure y'all, um, yeah, say happy birthday to my my boo for me, okay? He's turning 24, and um, yeah, he's still fine to sell. So yeah, happy birthday to my man. Uh, I'm excited though. I haven't been to Alaska in a while, so I'm excited to go back and see my man because I've been missing him like crazy. We've been like missing each other like crazy, like this distance relationship shit is like not fun sometimes because I just want to lay up under him and just like come home after a long day and just just lay under my man like what like ugh. I can't wait until we live together forever but yeah so I hope y'all enjoying y'all summer I hope y'all been out doing some spontaneous stuff I don't know what but just get out do something very spontaneous and you won't regret it okay so let's actually get into the episode I told y'all the name of the story was called light in the dark and um I was about eight years old at this whole the whole time frame of this story right um I don't remember much around that age frame but I knew I do remember some stuff so I'll give you all what I remember I'm not I don't want to make up things because I really don't remember much but I'm gonna try to elongate I would say the things that I do remember so I was around eight years old um I lived in New Jersey in Violin New Jersey it was me, my twin sister, my brother, and my mom. Um, I had just me. I think me and my my mom, we had just moved from one house that was a down the street from a park. I remember it being across the street from a park, and we moved down the street from the park, like right down the street. Like we could walk to the park. Like I don't know why my mom decided to live in a house that was so close to the old house, but either way. We moved right down the street. It was like a few blocks down from where our old house was. Um, I remember it so blatantly because it was right next to a shopping center, a gas station, and um, I think a Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's. Um, this house had so many memories in this house, y'all. Like, this was honestly, I would say, the best moments of my life. And it's weird because as I'm sitting here realizing what I've been through, right, when I was eight. I should not be sitting here saying this is the these were the best parts of my life because now that I'm older, if I have a little cousin or something who lived in the same like phase that I was living in or like going through the things that I was going through at eight, I would feel bad for them. I would be like, oh my God, like you're living like this. But at the time, because I was so young, my mind wasn't really developed. I really didn't understand a lot. Um, so we lived in this house on the corner of Park Avenue. And we had a dog named Scrappy. It was me and my sister, like I said, my mom, my brother. It was just us. We had this nice little house. But, like, it had a laundry room. I remember a laundry room. It had two living rooms. One living room was for, like, me, my brother, um, and my sister to play. It was, like, a kid's kind of living room. And then it was a bigger living room that was for my mom with her antiques. Like, all the our baby pictures, you know, family pictures, the good furniture, that type of stuff. Um, and then me and my sister shared a room. My mom had a room. My brother had a room. And then we had the basement. Um, y'all, this house, right? I remember when we first got to that house. And the very first day we moved in, 
my mom had got us these Barbies, right? And it was these Barbies that um I don't know if, if anybody ever had these Barbie dolls. They were like the they were Barbie, but the surf ones, the ones that you like like put in the water. I don't know what type of Barbie. I don't know where she got them damn Barbie dolls from, but it was like the surf bar Barbies, where like they had like a surfboard and like you could get in a tub with them type shit. I don't know why, but. The very first day we moved into this apartment, my mom got me and my sister those Barbie dolls. We got in the tub. I remember this day so blatantly. That was the day, actually, I think my mom perked my hair that day, too. <laughs> I remember that day. I think my mom perked my hair that day, or she washed my hair in a, the bathtub that day. Um. Anyways, so that house has so many memories. I remember this one time I had got nail glue stuck in my eye, y'all. Me and my sister was playing with, like, fake nails. Because, you know, when you at that age where you just want to, like, put on fake nails and wear the fake little chonkla heels and shit. Yeah, so me and my sister was playing with some nail glue. And I had tried to squeeze, like, the nail glue had got stuck. And I tried to squeeze it out. But I didn't realize that the thing where the glue actually comes out was facing me, y'all. That shit shot in my eye and closed my eyes shut. I remember running to my mom like, Mom, I can't see, I can't see. She was cracking up. Everybody in the house thought that shit was hilarious. Everybody was laughing their asses off. And I'm sitting there like, I can't see. Like, I was in tears, y'all. It burned so bad. I'll never forget that pain of nail glue being in my eye. Like, my mom had to get a hot, hot rag. Like, she had to boil that fucking rag. She had to get a hot-ass rag, put it on my eye, let it sit there for a few my eyelashes was like peeling the fuck off because glue was all on them it was just not the best experience but it was it was a funny it was something I always take with me like to this day I'll never forget that that story because bro that was that shit was embarrassing still to this day my mom my brother they all bring it up they think that's just funny like that's not funny do y'all want no glue in your eye the fuck but anyways um we also used to have like mudslides in the backyard um, I remember we had this one neighbor. He was younger than me. He was younger than me and my sister, but we used to always go over there and hang out with him. He was like, we was, I think we was like eight. So he had to be like six, six or five at the time, but he would always want to play with us. And we was like, all right, cool. So we used to go in his house, y'all. We, we used to eat his snacks too, because he used to offer us snacks. And I ain't, I ain't going to hold back on those snacks. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I'm not holding back on those snacks. So. We used to go over there, and not gonna lie, y'all, I used to go over there sometimes just for the snacks because, like, he used to have the good fruit snacks. I don't know what the fuck type of fruit snacks he had, but them things used to be good. So I used to go over there and be like, hey, you got some snacks? He used to go in his kitchen and get us fruit snacks. He used to get us, um, like, um, them tasty cakes. He used to, yeah, he used to rack us up on mad shit. And then he had a sister, I think. I think he had a sister um, who was older. I think she was, like, a little bit older than me and my sister. She probably was, like, 11, 12 um she used to play with us sometimes but we used to be outside playing most of the time or we were like playing in his room I don't remember much of what his house looked like but I do remember his kitchen I don't know why I just have an image of his kitchen it's probably because I used to eat all his fucking snacks <laughs> probably because I used to eat all his snacks so I don't remember nothing else but the kitchen but um yeah we had a neighbor um I forgot his name he had braids he was light-skinned yeah, that little boy was light-skinned. Um, I haven't seen him in years. I wonder where he at. I, I probably wouldn't even remember him if I seen him because I don't remember what his face looks like, but I do remember him. Um, but that house, the house on the corner of Park Avenue, y'all. So this is where the story kind of gets a little bit deep. I remember when our electric got cut off in that house, right? And at the time, I'm like, our electric is out? Like, because we still would, like, take, we would still, like, get in the tub and stuff and, like, 
we didn't like warm water up at the time or no, we would just get in the tub. So I don't know what like what like happened, but our electric got turned off. So we would like be in the dark. But at the time, because of how young I was, y'all, I really didn't even realize how bad it was because I was so young. Like I wasn't seeing the bigger picture. You know how you older and you see shit now, like if my electric go out now, like yo, that shit's a problem. But because I was eight, I didn't realize how much of a problem it was that we didn't have electric because it's sunny during the day, right? And we don't need lights during the day. We just need lights during the night. And we used to have these little plug-in lights we used to get from Dollar Tree that we used to plug up everywhere in the house. And we used to have candles and stuff. And um, we used to use our neighbor's electric. Like, they used to literally, like, plug up an electric cord, like an extension cord from their house to ours. And we used to plug in lamps and stuff. So... To me, it was like, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. But as I get older, I start to realize, like, yo, I was really living, like, in a struggle. But at that time in my life, because of how young and how premature my mind was, I didn't even realize that I was living in, like, poverty. I was living in, like, the worst possible, like, place a child should live, right? I remember eating bologna sandwiches every day. And now I can't stand bologna sandwiches but at the time I knew my mom was just doing what she had to do right and I never not once judged my mom I never was like mom I hate you we never had electric like that was never the case because we that was literally one of the best moments of my life like to be with my family to be with my sister my mom my brother I would literally kill to just go back to that time when I was eight in that house on Park Avenue on the corner eating bologna sandwiches with my sister playing around in the living room with my brother like just living that time again I don't know why but this story, like this whole, this light in the dark story to me was, um, it just, it just reminds me that sometimes we don't need to look deeper than what we see, if that makes sense. Like I sat there and I overanalyzed. Now that I'm older, I sit here and I overanalyze the whole situation. Like, bro, I was literally living in a house with no electricity. Um, Dyfus could have came and took my ass any day. Like they, they really could have, because we was not, we shouldn't have been living like that. But to see light in such a dark place, like I literally was living in a house with no light, but I saw light in it, right? I saw the happiness in where I was living at. Like me and my sister went outside, we went to the pools, we went, like my mom used to take us to go to the um, corner store every day to go get snacks. Like every Friday she would take us to go go to the store, we would watch movies. Like I seen the light in the dark and now that I'm older, I start to really realize like there is light in darkness, especially like when I was going through this depressive state um and when I was back at Bullock and like you know just coming here to Georgia um I really had to stop and realize and I think my whole purpose for making this episode like this season about stories is because I had to really sit and analyze like there is light in the dark when it comes to certain aspects of your life like for so long I sat in the dark just thinking about all the things I wasn't and you know like just the negative part of things but then I had to sit and realize like what are I've been I've had so many happy moments in my life that I just haven't had the chance to really like sit and acknowledge because I've been too depressed thinking about all the negative shit and the whole purpose of this story honestly is just just to let y'all know that there literally is light in the dark like to be eight years old living in a house with no electricity at all eating bologna sandwiches every day Sometimes we didn't even have bologna sandwiches. Sometimes we just had bread. Sometimes we didn't even eat or we went to food banks to go get food. Like, but to me, I was just like, yo, this is this the best life. Like nobody's topping this shit. Like I will, I will live this life every single day of my life if I could. Like, 
and that's literally I still feel the same way still to this day like I'm 20 23 years old and still to this day I'm like that was literally the happiest moments of my life and I don't know why I just feel so happy when I think about those days and I shouldn't because a crazy person like a newer person like one of y'all who's listening to this right now be like yo why is she so happy to have lived in a house with no electricity like and it wasn't even a about the no electricity it was just about being with my family we got split up after um I think it was like two three years after that we had got split up or whatever and life just wasn't the same right and I I really wish that I could go back to those days and just relive those little moments like where we all ate bologna sandwiches together in our living room where we sat in my room with candles lit up and and we didn't have lights but we made fun we had played hide and go seek in a damn dark somewhere and we told scary stories to each other in the dark and woke up and there was light like we literally woke up the next day and it was sunny as hell outside and we totally forgot we didn't have electricity in the house like never did my mom always made sure like y'all want to go do something we would go to amusement parks we would go to the the neighborhood pools and stuff like that and I would not even remember that like I was living in like such a terrible environment at the time because I was literally just thinking about nothing but the positive and I just like I say I say that to say anybody who's really listening to this if you're going through a phase because I would say I'm still kind of transitioning out of that phase where it's just you just see more darkness than light I'm telling you that there is light in that situation you just got to find it you got to find it you got to embrace it and you got to think more about the light than the dark because I'm telling you is more light than the darkness okay yeah this story for me this honestly I think this was a good one to start off with for the season um because it kind of sets the tone for the next few episodes that I have planned um I'm I'm actually really excited I hope that you all kind of took something from my story um I know I don't want y'all to think like yo she was abused or something like that like no everybody been through the struggle one point in their life like it's no way you never y'all never not once even if you haven't just think just have an open mind towards what I'm saying because there is some people who've never experienced struggle or never experienced you know what I've been through like living in the house with no electricity but y'all that shit was fun okay like people who live in them houses with electricity probably be bored as fuck not not living a life but yeah I was in that house with no electricity living my best fucking life okay I was swimming with Barbies I was in the back having mudslides I was having cookouts I was going to amusement parks I was getting snacks on Fridays okay and I was living my best life oh oh y'all 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 let me tell y'all so a uh, part of this story right I remember y'all and I hope my mom or nobody don't don't get mad at me telling this part but I remember when my house had got raided right and this was the same house I was like eight at the time yeah this house had got raided y'all it was a separate day I remember going I think because we still live up the street from um I think it was the food stamp place or I think it was a food stamp place and my mom and my, my mom's friend wanted us to go to the food stamp place for them to go figure out what was going on with their food stamps or something like that but I was young I kind of remember it briefly I don't know if it was food stamps or if it, it was some type of assistance like some type of state assistance and we used to live up the street so we used to just walk there and my mom was doing my sister's hair at the time my sister stayed there with my mom and they my mom was finishing her hair me my brother and my mom's friend had walked to the um assistance place we were sitting in line and my mom's friend got a phone call and it was from my mom and my mom was like y'all come home come home right now like she was crying she was like you could tell something had happened but I was so young so I ain't know I'm like what the fuck mind you y'all I was inside of this since this place looking a fucking mess now that I sit here and think about it yo like 
I should punch my mom in the head for letting me walk out like that. Like, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, I really looked at how this missing her. I mean, my hair was done because my mom had did my hair first. But I looked a mess. Like, now I'm sitting here thinking about, I think my outfit was done the fuck up. But I was eight, so somebody judging, it could get me done. Anyway, uh, my mom had called her friend and was like, y'all come home. Mind you, we all running home. It was hot as hell in the summertime. We all running home like, yo, what happened? What happened? We get home. My mom told me they raided the house. Mind you, we like, I'm young. I'm like, what you mean raided? Like, like what like what what do you mean by raided the house and i'm like i said i'm eight so i can't really i don't really understand but i know but my sister she was telling me she was like cops had came in with guns like big guns like a swat team they surrounded the house and they came in with guns looking for my mom's ex-boyfriend um he was on a run for some shit i don't know we had we hadn't seen him in years i still remember him but we haven't seen him in years prior to them coming to read well not years it probably was like a year a few months whatever the case is but either way he wasn't around the house for a while so he the cops must have been spotting him at our house a few times and like you know decided to go raid it because he was on a run he had a warrant or whatever so y'all they came busting in them doors my sister told me she was like they came busting in the doors with guns mind you my mom's in the middle of doing my sister's hair comb to the scalp <laughs> comb to the scalp they had came busting in that motherfucking house looking for him like where is i'm not gonna say his name but they like where is blah 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 my mom's like who they like blah 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 she's like he's not here y'all mind you at the time i think we had a dog right i think we had a dog i don't remember but i think we had a dog at the time they was about to shoot the dog so the dog would stop talking they was about to shoot my mom my sister up if they like didn't cooperate like they was going hard for this man like they really like he really had some shit out like he really needed to go to jail type shit i don't know for what but the cops was like his ass is getting locked up when we see him so my sister said they put it like guns to their heads and told them like where is he at like they because we i told y'all we had a basement so they thought he was in the basement mind you our basement was completely empty nobody was we never went down there we thought that shit was fucking haunted but um I remember them, my sister telling me they ran down to the basement, searched everywhere looking for him because in the basement we had like a little closet and he thought that he was like hot in there or whatever. Nobody was down there, but they had rate, like they like start scavenging to our house, like looking for him, looking everywhere he could possibly. Mind you, the house wasn't that big. Only place he could have hid was in the basement, but they already checked the basement. So at that point it was just useless for them to be still trying to look around. Um... So they had surrounded the house, ran in with all these guns. They pointed guns at my sister and my mom. They tried to shoot the dog because the dog wouldn't stop barking. My sister was like, I was scared. We didn't know what was happening. Mind you, we were so young that my sister thought that shit was funny. Like, we all was sitting there like, yo, what happened? What happened? Mind you, I told y'all we like eight. So we didn't really grasp what the fuck was going on. If somebody busting in my house right now with guns, talk about some, where is this person? I'm not going to be laughing. That's just not going to be a joke. Like, what the fuck are you doing busting in my house putting a gun at me? for real but at, when i was eight at the time we like yo what happened like what happened like my sister was like telling us the story and stuff but you could tell like she was kind of shook up about it my mom was kind of shook up about it because we were scared we thought the cops was going to come back looking for him again because they couldn't find him so we thought they was going to try to like come back thinking like he's going to come back here since they already raided it they're not going to come back type shit um he never came back we ain't we ain't seen him after that in a while i haven't seen him honestly since that house I haven't seen him um, since, but 
They used to say, y'all, that story was, that was, a, I think that was the most craziest shit that happened at that house where I had got raided. But I wasn't there. If I was there, y'all, I probably would have shit my fucking pants. I would have been scared as hell. But I would have, I don't know, me and my sister was cracking up. We was all laughing at it. Like, after the fact, we was all laughing at it because we like, yo, this shit is crazy. But we still, my mom still went back to doing my sister hair. And we went right back to the um little assistant place. <laughs> like, nothing ever, <laughs> like, nothing ever happened. <laughs> that shit was the ghetto, but. It was like, like I said, y'all, like in the dark. To us, we thought that shit was fun. But back then, it was like, now that I'm older, I'm thinking like, yo, that we shouldn't have never been in situations like that. But anyway, like I said, y'all, light in the dark. It's always some type of light in the darkness. You just got to find it. You just got to pay attention to it and grasp that shit, okay? Hold on to it. Don't let it go. And yeah, so that's really all I got to say for that story. I hope that y'all took something from it, like I said. I'm gonna try to give y'all a little piece of me um each episode so that y'all can kind of get to know who I am as a person also I don't want to give too much of my life up but I do think being vulnerable and transparent is is what what is going to get y'all to connect more to me in the podcast so I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode honestly I told y'all I tell y'all every episode to like to subscribe to leave a review and nobody does it like nobody like i have six reviews i have six stars like people have rated it but i don't have anybody who will review so please if y'all can just write a short review i don't care what it says i mean don't say not the rule but please i really would appreciate it if you guys left a review okay let me know how you felt about season one and i hope that you guys are just as excited as i am for season two okay um next week i'm gonna talk about me and foster care um but there's light in the dark when it comes to that so i'm gonna let y'all know a little bit um next week about just my experience in foster care and just some stories that i have for y'all and yeah i hope y'all come back next week for another crazy crazy lifetime story so i'm out of here y'all i'm hungry and it is late so i'm about to go eat me some more taco salad because i got more ground beef in there and um yeah i'm gonna wait for my husband to call my phone because he usually call me at this time so i'm out of here y'all i thank y'all for tuning in i hope that y'all honestly really really hope y'all enjoyed this episode i hope it wasn't too much or too triggering for anybody honestly it didn't trigger me it was my life y'all it didn't trigger me at all i love honestly telling my story to people because i don't know i can inspire maybe i can help somebody find a light in the dark okay so i'm out of here though Y'all have a good weekend because it is Wednesday and, yeah, the weekend is coming up. So, have a good weekend. Do something spontaneous. Do something ambitious, okay? And find a light in the dark. I'm out of here, though. This is the Me On My Podcast. Peace.